Hi folks, I'm Bill McMurdo, this is Emrys Podcast. We're looking at the very serious business of dealing with Babylon and Jezebel. Uh, we're looking right now at the Jezebel spirit, how it functions, how it comes against churches, ministries, how it tries to destroy churches, ministries, anointed leaders of God. John Ramirez is the guy that we're looking to for 21 telltale traits of the Jezebel spirit and also the Delilah spirit, which the two are very closely connected and he ought to know what he's talking about because he was a former high priest and I'm reading from his book, Unmasking the Devil. One of the things I like he said in it was, I believe the reason we are put in our neighborhood is to destroy the works of the devil. And he actually emphasizes our need to be in the right place where God sends us and not to go out of the will of God in terms of where we, where we move to or where we, we church because you are called of God to function where God places you and that will often be, probably always be, a measure of that will be dealing with Jezebel spirits because they're territorial too. The Babylon, mystery Babylon is the great uh, spiritual wickedness in high places, principality that we have to deal with. There's a whole bunch of stuff about that that I might get into or will get into some stuff in these podcasts, but this particular podcast uh, this message that we're doing just now is about Jezebel, okay? Uh, and Jezebel is, is more low level uh, in some respects. And a Jezebel can be in your church. It can be a man. Jezebels can be men. But the reason why most Jezebels are women is that they promote feminism and that they promote female superiority and that, that man must obey the woman and all of those things. So they promote those things. Uh, and you'll find where a Jezebel is functioning, she's not going to be one that says bow to a man's authority. She'll say the exact opposite. But she might not use those words, folks. She'll couch it to begin with in language that is all about, well, you know, is he really anointed? Does he really, is she really of God? A Jezebel will undermine the pastor who's there, whether that's a male pastor or a female pastor or a husband-wife team or whatever. A Jezebel's job, uh, her assignment is to undermine, okay? So we're going to look at the last seven traits um, of a Jezebel, telltale traits of a Jezebel stroke Delilah spirit functioning in churches. And this is from John Ramirez and other guys have done other lists, but I think his is really good. So number 15, we've looked at the first 14, we won't recap them, go and look at, sorry, go and listen to the previous messages on podcast to get them. Uh, so we're going to look at number 15 now, and it's Jezebels are very religious. Now, they don't always come across as religious because they want to come across as super charismatic, super spiritual, super anointed. Uh, Jezebel will always pass herself off as being Oh, a mighty woman of God, an anointed servant of the Lord, a handmaiden, all this stuff. Um, and and will very often speak out against religious spirits because religious spirits is very much a trigger for us all. Nobody wants to be uh, religious in the sense of bound by religion and religiosity. Nobody wants that. So, but there is actually, Jezebels are actually very religious because They'll come across with things like, as John Ramirez says here, I heard from God and he spoke to me. Now, Jezebels will always tell you, the Lord told me this. 
The Lord said this. Now, listen, the Lord speaks to every believer. Most believers, or certainly many believers, don't always hear him. That's the problem. I don't have a problem if someone says, the Lord told me this, or the Lord spoke to me. I don't have a problem. Some folks do. I have a problem with people who never hear from God, not people who say they hear from God. And I will use that phrase quite a bit, and I hear other Christians use that phrase quite a bit. The Lord said this, or the Lord led me to do this, or whatever. That is valid, because if you're, particularly if you're spirit-filled, charismatic, Pentecostal, Holy Ghost-filled, you know, tongue-talking Christian, then you ought to be hearing from God, and there's nothing wrong with you saying that you do. The problem is when you hear a Jezebel saying it, it's almost like, the Lord told me this, so don't even bother arguing with me about it. It comes across that way. You know, I could say, oh, you know, the Lord showed me this this morning, but I'm not saying to you, and if you doubt me, oh, the, the fire of God will consume you. But when a Jezebel says, the Lord told me this, you get that idea of don't, don't mess, okay? Because by saying the Lord told me in that way, it is all, you can always pick it up in the intonation and you just pick it up in your spirit. When people say the Lord told me, it's like, so don't even begin to disagree. The Lord, is, you know, you'll not argue with God, I'm telling you. That's, that's what comes across. And so we've all known folks like that. You know, I don't mind someone comes up and says, I hear a lot of people saying the Lord said this, and I think, did he now? <laughs> Especially if it's not quite biblical or it's a bit out there. But I don't go to that person and say, the Lord rebuked thee. You know, you just let people... You know, there's maybe times when as a young Christian, I thought I heard from God, and I sure didn't. But you learn these things, folks. Um, but a Jezebel is a completely different animal, and uh, they're telling you, God, the Lord hath said unto me. So that, that's actually religious, okay? So John Ramirez is right about that. If anyone's going to spot a religious, a religious devil, it's going to be this guy. Then it says, a Jezebel spirit... A Jezebel will seek positions of authority. This is number 16. Seek positions of authority in order to control, discredit, and reach their goal. Jezebels love to be given positions of authority because it gives them, it amplifies their purpose and agenda. And that agenda is always to control. And if they can't dis control, They'll destroy. So they'll, dis they'll destroy by discrediting. They'll discredit the very ones who elevated them to a position of authority. Because their goal is always destruction. You see, a Jezebel's goal is never to do something that will build the kingdom of God. Their goal is always to destroy some something or somebody that is building the kingdom of God. Now, they'll, they'll deny that. And some of them are so self-deceived that they think they are actually... Doing, I'm doing this for the Lord. But folks, nobody who brings dis destruction and sows seeds of discord and malice and undermines people to get what they want, nobody's building the kingdom of God that way. It ain't happening. And if you believe somebody can be building the kingdom of God by doing stuff like that, by doing Jezebelic stuff, you are deceived. You're more deceived than the Jezebel. And some of them are deceived. So, 
they seek positions of authority in order to control or discredit and undermine and reach their goal. Number 17, a Jezebel is not committed to anyone. Jezebels will never commit to anyone because they're too committed to themselves. Jezebels are ultimately the most selfish people you'll ever meet because it's all about them. Jezebels are not committed to anyone. The reason you know they're Jezebels though is that you think that they're totally committed to you because they con you, they deceive you, they flatter you, they seduce you. But folks, they are never committed to you. But you, you can be deceived into thinking they are. Not if you're spiritual. You know, in dealing with Jezebels, sometimes the Lord will say to you, give them a chance. And you know that they've got that Jezebel thing in them, but the Lord will say, give them a chance because... It tells us, I gave her space. That's the Son of God talking in Revelation chapter 2. I gave her space to repent of her fornication. And then, of course, in Jeremiah, when Jeremiah is talking about Babylon, the Lord says, we would have healed Babylon. In other words, God's heart is always restoration. But the more that God extends his hand to say, come on, do it right, a Jezebel will harden her heart and cast it away because that's what's in her. That spirit will not receive that, yet God offers it. And he will often require his servants to offer it to Jezebel. That's why I have seen pastors and leaders um, allow Jezebel to be in their assemblies for a while because some do repent. Some do. It can happen. I've heard people say I had a Jezebel thing going on, but I repented. I know people like that. So they're not committed to anyone. That's number 17. Number 18, uh, a Jezebel will seek affirmation and significance. Now, we all like affirmation and we all like significance because nobody wants to be, you know, thought of as worthless or of no value. But with a Jezebel, that's a driving thing. It's a burning thing. It's a niche that they can't ever scratch. They need to be significant. They need to be affirmed. And, you know, they, 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 they don't like something that brings humility to them. They always want to be elevated. They seek affirmation. Oh, yes, you're mighty. Oh, yes, you're a wonderful uh, servant of God or handmaiden of God. So they seek that. They seek that out. And if they don't get it, by the way, they turn nasty. Number 19, they have illegitimate authority. You will never find Jezebels with legitimate authority. And they can be given positions, they can be given titles, they can be given, they can be called into an office, but they won't function out of that legitimate authority that comes from that office. They'll always, it's, it's actually they end up despising the calling or the, the office or the ministry they've been given because they want to function out of their own illegitimate authority. Jezebels always want to function as if, well, I know better. My, my anointing is superior. I'm better than this. I'm better than this calling, this office. A Jezebel always has a legitimate authority. And they don't have any authority to do Jezebelic stuff. That's the key thing. That's why it's illegitimate. When you can get them to, when you can steer them down the parameters that they're supposed to go down, they can function for a while actually quite well because you've, you've funneled them down the path that they should go. 
But they always want to come off that path and do other things because they, they have a rebel's heart and they don't have legitimate authority when they do all that stuff. So we're coming to the end of this number 20. Oh, and here's a, here's a belter. Here's one. <laughs> number 20, Jezebels are convincing liars. If you listen to a Jezebel for 15 minutes, you will discover at least one lie. And if you listen to a Jezebel for days, weeks, months, you could write a book, a very thick book, of the stories that they've told that don't add up the other stories that they've told or that don't um, are complete contradictions of things they've said. Now, I mean, I say they're convincing liars. In the moment, they can convince people that they're sincere. And as I said, it takes discernment. It takes discernment to spot a Jezebel. That's why they're convincing liars, because the people they lie to are not very discerning. But if you get somebody who, who knows, you said differently the last time. You, you said the opposite last time. So they're convincing liars, but they're not convincing liars to those that God gives discernment. That's why I said to you, pray for discernment. And also would say to you, mature as a Christian, the more mature you are, the easier and quicker and clearer it is to spot a Jezebel. And number 21, and this is the last one, and I'm sure that there could be more, but these are 21 wonderful telltale traits. Jezebel rebel when they are corrected. When you correct a Jezebel, and you'll find this, that when, when you get to a place where there's too much heat on the Jezebel, and when you start to correct them, or when you, where they think they're about to be corrected, or where, or where they feel that they're about to be exposed, they will spectacularly rebel. And they'll normally scarper, but they'll, they'll, they'll scarper like the hireling does. The, the, scarper, the hireling flees when the wolf comes, Jesus said. And Jezebels are hirelings, they're mercenaries. Let me just say this, hireling wages are not prosperity. And Jezebels never prosper. Because... They're hirelings. And when they are discovered, when they're corrected, when you, when you say, look, that's not quite right, they rebel. And it's then that they do the maximum damage. But praise God, when they actually do leave a ministry, that's the time that you can rejoice because they'll cause damage in leaving. They'll cause damage or try to after they leave. But folks, once they've left, the victory of God is in the camp. And there's no more dealing with that Jezebel as somebody who's there to undermine and to pollute and defile the body. So these are the 21 traits of a Jezebel. Uh, we'll continue to look at Jezebelic stuff. But I wanted to cover those 21 points that John Ramirez talked about because they give us their signposts to Jezebelic activity. Now, what I, what I don't want people to do with this is run with this to the extent that they start looking at people who are doing dodgy things, maybe out of error, maybe out of, you know, they're in a bad place right now, and just say, oh, you're a Jezebel. We're not about pointing fingers at everybody and say, you're a Jezebel, you're a Jezebel, you're a Jezebel, you're a Jezebel. It's not about that. But we're also about the business of uncovering and exposing 
Jezebels at any level. See, you can get hold of somebody who's just gone into this type of stuff and deal with it very quickly and get it out of their lives if they will cooperate rather than five years, ten years down the road they're a fully-fledged, very powerful Jezebel who goes about wrecking churches. Folks, that's the 21 telltale traits of a Jezebel or Delilah spirit that I've plucked out of John Ramirez's teaching and his book, One Man's in Dublin. I know he uses these traits quite a lot in his teaching and he considers exposing Jezebels as the biggest thing he's got to do. Um, exposing the Jezebel spirit, not so much exposing Jezebel people. Uh, but folks, that's what we have to deal with. That's what the Lord would have us very much pray about, pray into and ask for discernment and revelation as we're going forward because we do not want our churches full of Jezebels. We do not want these spirits. And you know, I just say to you right now, particularly if you're in leadership, senior leadership, just say, plead the bloodline, the blood of Jesus. Plead the bloodline over the, the gate of the door of your church that no Jezebel, no witch shall enter. And if, you, if you're sincere with it, then you'll be surprised who ain't coming to church anymore. Well, for now, folks, the Lord bless you. And I hope that's been of great insight for you. Till next time.